Anime Declassified is a podcast run by the Anime Secrets website. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org for more anime, video game, tokusatsu content. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts today. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Cosplay uh, Anime Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Much Hotness Cosplay, and today we're joined by JFNK. Say hello. She also does go by Kennedy. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Anime Secrets. Yeah, we're super, super excited that you're here. Thank you so much again, and go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am a cosmaker and competitive cosplay um, competitor. Um, I actually started cosplay a year and a half ago. Um, I started making my own cosplays a year and a half ago. Um, what really got me into the cosplay community was, I believe it was end of 2021. It was, the I think, the first Anime Frontier um, I'd never been to an anime convention before. I didn't even realize they were in Dallas, which is where I'm based out of, um, until a coworker at work was like, oh, girl, you're in anime too. Why don't you come to an anime convention with me and my friends? We're dressing up, but you know, you can just come and hang out. And so I was like, okay, that sounds cool. I didn't know they were here in Dallas. I went with her and I had the most amazing time. So what I wore, I decided I was going to dress up too. Um, I got like, I had like an Amazon, like, uh, Araka bodysuit from like my hero and then I had and like when I bought like a, a, a store bought like Sailor Moon and I wore and I was like this this probably doesn't look super great but you know what we're gonna make it work and I'm gonna have fun doing it and just the supportive nature of like the cosplay community the convention you know I'm just wearing something I bought and people were like oh coming up to me telling me how great I looked wanted a picture with me and just I saw I saw that positivity everywhere and i saw the body inclusivity like everyone was so supportive of everyone i was like wow this is a very very special community and i was like i at that point was like i want to get more involved in this community and do more um i've always been kind of a crafty person but i didn't sew and so i was like i really want to get into this so i decided a few months later that i was going to teach myself to sew and so my first debut was at acon 2022 I made um, my first my first versions of my gender bent Gintoki from Gintama, and my gender bent Shishomaru. Oh, sorry, that's my cat. And then <laughs> um, and I loved it. And again, like looking back now, I was like, those were they, they were good. I mean, for my first try working on chiffon, they were great. But um, I just really found my love for it and decided, you know what, this is I'm gonna just keep growing, making myself better. And then I um, decided to adopt the cosplay name JFNK um, in August of 2022. And I competed in my first competition in October of 2022, where I won Best Novice. And from then, I was just on like a competing high. Like I just fell in love with it. And again, the positivity, positivity has just increased and increased and increased in this community. And I feel like I'm very fortunate to be um in the competitive community and helping you know spread that love keeping that positivity around is something that's been very important to me and i've been very um, blessed to be able to contribute to that scene honestly that was kind of really touching i was like <laughs> feeling something i was like i think that's amazing no i really really that's great to hear about because you've only been doing this for like two two years two and a half years or so now mm -hmm. 
no like that is honestly amazing like your cosplays are so good too Thank you. Of course. The the, the Bichamon that's up right now, that's actually the one I won my first cosplay contest with. That was the third cosplay I made. Um, And so I still have that cosplay and I still wear it. I still, that's very close to my heart is that cosplay. Yeah, no, it's literally incredible. (laughs) Um, We'll go ahead and uh, let everybody know where they can find you at. Yeah, so... Um, I'm on Instagram and I do have, I just started Patreon. I, I've never been a huge social media person, even though I grew up like on the edge of millennial Gen Z. Um, just, I grew up in the country where I didn't have internet most of my life. So social media was still very foreign to me. Um, but I am on Instagram. So it's, it's j.fn.k at underscore cosplay. Um, it's a lot. Um, I was going to do just J, F, and K, but there is a tattoo place called Jeff Inc. And it looks just <laughs> just like that. So I had to put some distinction. Um, and I just started my Patreon um, probably like a little over a month ago. Um, but I'm working on having a lot more content than just like photo shoots on my Patreon. Um, this year, my goals for 2024 is I'm focusing on master builds for large competitions um, and also I'm starting to create patterns. Um, and you know, something else I did notice is I used to be, um, I used to be on the heavier side. I had gastric surgery two and a half years ago and lost hundred pounds, but I struggled with my weight almost my entire life. And so I, even though I'm in regular sizes now, I used to be in the plus size, you know, community. And so my heart's still kind of there. And I know that there's a huge need in you know being having size inclusive cosplay. So this year I'm working to create patterns and have those available on my Patreon that won't have size inclusivity. Um, and so that's what my goal will be. So my Patreon really will be starting to focus towards um, having different kinds of resources for cosplayers and including tutorials for anyone, you know, for wigs, foam work and for sewing. Wow, no, that's that's awesome. Thank you so much for always like spreading all that positivity. Everybody needs that in this community so much. So all yes, right. Well you. um I was gonna ask you some more questions like when did you start cosplaying and everything? Oh, but yeah. You were so good you already covered it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I do love talking about how I started because it was very special and it was just it really was an eye-waking moment, especially when I started I had just gotten my gastric surgery. So I was just starting to lose my weight. I was starting to kind of feel comfortable. Um, I feel like I've talked to a lot of people in the community and a lot of people I've talked to had very similar stories to me, especially if you were grew up as a female, you know, in the mid 2000s in, in the South. Um, you know, there were a lot of really toxic um, just behaviors and views on, on body image. And I was, you know, kind of one of those victims where you know, I grew up, I didn't appreciate the fact that I was healthy. And just because I wasn't a size four, that didn't mean that I wasn't beautiful. You know, it was, if you aren't like Paris Hilton, you're fat. And so I developed an eating disorder. And then once I got out of high school and got away from all that, my eating disorder went the opposite way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, then I was in a really bad situation. Then I looked back and went, God, I hated myself for so long. Like growing up, I thought I wasn't pretty. I thought I wasn't skinny enough. I thought, had all these negative, you know, thoughts of myself. And then once I got past that and I had that surgery, it was just this, you know, revelation to me of I'm beautiful. I love my body. I have, a, I, you know, 
And cosplay has really helped me learn to love myself in ways that I don't think I ever, I never did in the past and really appreciate it. And I feel when I talk to other people, I've met so many in this community who their story is just like mine. They went through the exact same thing, but they're in that phase of they still don't love themselves and they're still trying to find the love for themselves. Mm -hmm. And for me, cosplay did that. And so if however I can spread that to others is, is a very, it's a very important um, topic for me. And I always spread it and I try to do everything I can to be in, as inclusive as possible for all things within cosplay. And I think it's important to help everyone have the same success, have the same opportunities. So I don't gatekeep. I don't believe in gatekeeping. I have people ask me, well, is it okay if I ask how you did this? Is it okay? You know, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but and I'm like, no, I'm not mm. going to gatekeep any tools or tricks or tips I've learned through even my short journey, because we're all here just to enjoy this. This is, this is a hobby. This is a craft. This is an art form. And we mm -hmm. should all learn to, we shall be able to enjoy it. And I think that's, that's something I really, really promote in this community. No, 100%. Um, it sucks that like people would ask you things like, oh, it's okay. Like, you don't have to tell me. I, I am curious though, you know, because then, you know, like somebody in the past has like not wanted to tell them, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And that's just really disappointing because we're all just nerds trying to have a good time, you know? Exactly. So. And it, it is sad to hear that. And I've actually experienced it myself too. I'm, you know, even when I've, I've, I, there was a convention one time where I was guesting and at this mm -hmm. point, I'm still a master level cosplayer. And I had a, a someone who was cosplaying and they had something on them that was a really like high level, but it was like mm -hmm. one thing they focused on. And I was like, hey, question, like, how did you achieve that? Because I've, I'm working to get that. Like, is there a better way of doing it? Because the way I'm doing it, it's like, I feel like it's a really hard way and there's got to be an easier way to do this. And they looked at me and went and scoffed off. And I went, oh, okay. Okay. Uh. <laughs> That's have so unfortunate. Have um, but it, it happens a lot. And so I can imagine for people yeah. who, you know, aren't cosmakers and they're just like running, you know, wanting to know, it, it's really sad that it's it's that prevalent in our community. But, you know, it just takes a few of us to break down those, start breaking down those barriers. No, for sure. For sure. So thank you so much oh, no. for helping with that. Yeah. Um, so I, I always tell people um, I've done workshops and things like that in the past and I'll meet people at conventions. And if they follow, you know, my Instagram, I always tell them if you have any questions about a cosplay, if you have, you're like, Hey, I want to do this cosplay. And I don't know even where to begin on how to make mm -hmm. this, or this is a, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna have to do something really technical. And I don't know how to do that. I tell people all mm -hmm. the time, feel free to reach out to me anytime. I am more than happy to, you know, help direct you in the right direction of fabric choices, um, technique options, you know, techniques that you're going to have to do, whether it's you, you have something with a kimono and you're going to need to use silk, you're going to have to do a French seam and here's a tutorial on how to do a, here's uh, some good, you know, resources on how to do those kind of things or, you know, foam, foam work, wick work. Um, I, I may not be able to give you a detailed explanation on how to do it through Instagram, but I can definitely help you get to the right resources and what are the right paths to go for making something? Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I mean, like, I keep saying like, that's great. Like, I just feel, I don't know, speechless just 
because you just seem like a really genuine person and it's just it's really refreshing so <laughs> sorry you. my like responses are so just like very generic it's it's um it's just it's not often to where you're just like blown away by somebody um that you feel like you can definitely relate with them and uh i don't know so <laughs> i'm just really happy we have you here today to talk about all of this thank you thank you I, yeah. like I said, that the cosplay community has done so much for me. And so as much as I can give back, I love, and I generally just love helping people. I've always been kind of a, a teacher kind of person. That's not what I do, but I've always just naturally done that. Um, and I, I truly love cosplay. I, I, I now like right now my work, I have a workshop I'm building right now. Um, cause I grew out of the bed, the spare bedroom I had. I grew out of that. And so I'm converting my garage into my new workshop. Um, so I had to put up a background because it's still got bare drywall right now. But um, yeah, I've convert like changing my house to be able to accommodate all of my, my cosplay stuff just because I just keep developing more and more. Um, but that's going to allow me to help others and provide more, um, more tutorials and things like that, that I can start getting out. But you know, I never, I never stop creating on my cosplays. I, I love them all um, equally. There's probably if someone asked me what my favorite one is. Oh, it's a hard, hard <laughs> choice. Um, they are all so special to me. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's a single cosplay that I haven't done. And I, and this, I always have to tell people I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm a cosmaker. I'm a competitive cosplayer. I don't try to be elitist or anything like that, but I make all my cosplays. There's only a few cosplays that I've done that I have not made. And they were all collabs with like a large mm -hmm. group. And it was someone invited me and I only had two weeks until the shoot. So I did not have time to actually build something. And they're very, they were very simple. So I just threw something together. But any of my actual um, cosplays that I have that are just solos, those are cosplays that I've done, you know, made myself completely. That's something I pride myself on. Um, and I feel like if I could give people advice who are wanting to cosplay or even wanting to start making cosplays is one, mm -hmm. it's a lot of practice. Um, my cosplay journey may be short, but I can promise you, uh, people are like, oh, you, you taught yourself to sew. You've only been sewing a year and a half. How are you so good if you're competing at the, ma you know, you're at master level um, sewing. I don't just sew my cosplays. I started sewing everything. Half of my wardrobe oh. is clothes that I've made. Um, I, I work a full I work full time job. I was working a full time salary job, so I was working crazy hours. I would come home and sew for four to five hours every day. Weekends from eight a.m. until like two a.m. I'm sewing and foam work, um, and I did that for over a year. Um, so mm -hmm. when people try to go, well, I've been trying to make my own cosplays for this amount. I've been you know starting to do that for a long time. And I'll go, how many hours a week do you spend, you know, working on cosplays or teaching yourself those skills? Uh, an hour or two. I spend a full-time job's worth. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you feel, if you meet other cosplayers or you feel discouraged because you're not making, like your progress isn't progressing like others, you can't compel yourself to others because you don't know yeah. how much time they're dedicating behind the scenes. And I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to dedicate that amount of time. You know, I understand that a lot of people don't have that kind of time. You may have families, you may have mm -hmm. other job dedications. You have things that are, are not are hindering you and having that, and that's fine. Just know that mm -hmm. not to compare yourself to others. And if you're going to start cosplaying and making your own cosplay, especially if you're trying to build a brand, 
the biggest mistake or biggest thing I see people do that I try to shy people away from is always cosplay characters that you love. Don't mm-hmm. cosplay characters because they're popular, they're trending, or whatever. If you like the character, you like how they look, they're your personality, mm-hmm. that's what you should cosplay. It's so much more fun and rewarding when you wear a character that you have a lot of love for. Um, all the cosplays that I make, they some of them are very, very niche. Some of them are kind of mainstream, like Sailor Moon, Shoshomaru, <laughs> Barbie. Um, but my, the ones that I truly love the most are my really niche characters. My Warden from Nanbaka, my Ririchio from Inuboku Secret Service, um, mm. surprisingly Gintoki from Gintama. Those, those always hold, hold such a special place. And my photos turn out the best with those because I love those characters and I fully embody them. Um, I will say Gintoki is my favorite to photograph. It is my favorite <laughs> at cons. At, to do at cons it is my favorite because I have just so much like I have so much fun with that one it's so good um and that's really the key to cosplaying is it should come from mm-hmm. a place of love not from trying not for popularity yeah no that's that's super important to keep in mind too because yeah like a lot of beginner cosplayers they start out they're like oh, well, I see that this character is popular, you know, maybe I should just go ahead and um, try to make their cosplay. Well, if you're going to spend all that time, that effort and that money into doing that, why wouldn't you want to do somebody that you actually like really love? Mm -hmm. To me, it just feels like a waste to wear it like twice when you spent like upwards of two or three hundred dollars on it. I I mean, everybody's completely different. So there's no judgment. No, but, you, I mean, it, it's a yeah. free space. It's an art form. It's a free space. You're, do, you know, do what you want. If you happen to love that trending character, go for mm-hmm. it. Um, but it's just so much more fun when you cosplay some a character that you truly identify with or truly just love or can embody them. And then especially if it's a niche character, I, I've... I've heard a lot of cosplayers who are like master or they're guesting or, you know, very mm-hmm. popular cosplayers like, oh, I'm not going to cosplay that character because nobody knows them and they're not trending. It's not going to give me likes. And then I see, you mm-hmm. know, baby cosplayers go, oh, I shouldn't, I should do that too. And I'll say I started my, my brand on cosplaying niche cos, you know, um, cosplays. And, you know, I've never focused on whether I'm getting likes or focused on followers. I've always just cosplayed because I love cosplaying. And because of that, that's become kind of my brand. And I've developed, you know, I have my group of people who they're like, JFNK is going to do the cosplays that we don't get to see. <laughs> and I feel like, I think when I first um, did Riri Chio at Colossal Con, um, mm-hmm. I had like four people recognize who my character was. I think people say that cosplay is beautiful. You look great. No idea who you are. And I had like, four mm-hmm. people go, you're from Inuboku the light and smiles and excitement on their face that they, they're like, no one has ever done Inuboku Secret Service cosplay. No one's ever done. I've never seen Ruichio and I love that show. It was amazing. That to me warms my heart and is worth every bit of it. When I have people who I, I hit that demographic, I, those are my people, they know it. And I'm representing, giving representation to characters that otherwise we don't get to see, you know, in a lot of the fandom circles. So that's probably my biggest PSA mm-hmm. is cosplay characters you truly love, not just for trending. Yeah, I think 
that like a lot of people can tell like whenever you're really really passionate about something too and stuff like that and they they can tell the difference I think that that's like one of the main reasons why I like really like doing this podcast with different people because you get to see like a real and a genuine side of them you get to see like why they cosplay like what they're really into like what the actual community is all about it's not just um you know really pretty pictures on like instagram and stuff there's a lot of work that goes into everything that you guys do and so it's just like we really need to take that time and appreciate that aspect of it as well Mm -hmm. oh i 100% agree i i always encourage people to you know if you want to make cosplay you love it definitely get into it but do be mindful it's it's kind of one of those like toxic venom situations where it's going to like seep into your life and take over your life. So get ready for that. But it's it is something that it does take a lot of work. And something I also see, especially on the competitive side, is, you know, why like competitive cosplaying, having to make cosplays versus just why can't regular costumes that someone purchased or commissioned, you know, be eligible, you know, the, co- the competitive cosplay community is very much about, it's the craftsmanship, it's the skill, it's the dedication. That's what you're competing for. Not necessarily the character, it's more of showing off those skills and that craftsmanship that takes a lot of time and effort to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what's being rewarded here. And it's expressing it through the love of our favorite characters. But you know, it very much is some, it's a very labor intensive love. And a lot of people don't see that, but if it's for you, it go for it and you shouldn't let it hold you back. And also closet, 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 uh, sorry, closet cosplays are valid. I think every form of mm-hmm. cosplay is valid depending on what you want. I mean, you could do everything from like me making your cosplay at 100% or modifying or even buying and commissioning because I'm starting to do commissions mm-hmm. as well. And there's nothing wrong with commissions. Um, Cause it's, again, it's about, it's about being with being your favorite character. That's all this is about. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good advice. Absolutely. Um, I feel like I was going to go through so many things with you and I was like, okay, we're going to touch on that. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, she touched on that. Okay. She touched on that. I was like, Oh my God. I don't, I don't know what to ask. You're fine. Um, let's see. My favorite color is pink. Um, my favorite snack, something that you will always find in my cosplay room, literally in my house right now, I have four bags and that is hot Cheetos. My favorite (laughs) are the Limon ones. Those are my favorite. Everyone comes there like Kennedy, you know, those are horrible for you. Right. I'm like, I don't care. I mean, when you stay up and you sew that late into the night, you just, you're, you're grabbing yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> you're yeah. not hot, che- about it. hot Cheetos and like a Celsius um, or an Olipop. I like the grape Olipops. Those, <laughs> those are always in my cosplay room. Um, and I guess um, I do, I, I have, I have several animals. So I have four cats and I have four dogs and a chinchilla. That sounds like a lot, but I have a lot of land. I live out in the country, so I've got lots of acreage. Um, but yeah, I've got, I love my kitties. My kitties are everything. Um, and, and then I have, I've had a chinchilla that I've had since high school. So wow, that's pretty interesting. Chinchillas are so soft. They're so, they soft. are. <laughs> he, his name is Senor Sparkles. Um, because when I got him from mm-hmm. where, where we, where, where my parents got him, we were told it was a female 
And for like six years, I believe that he was a female until he had gotten an injury in his cage. He hit some metal and scraped his eye. And so we, we took him to the vet. And they're like, no, this is a male. This this is a male chinchilla. Oh, no. And you're like, how do you not know? Well, they're so fluffy. You can't see through anything. So you can't actually, you have to actually like scope through their fur to be able to find their gender. And he already knew his name. He knew, like, he comes to Sparkles. So we couldn't yeah. change it. So I'm like, that's, that's now Senor Sparkles. Um, <laughs> you said yeah, so he's, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> Cute. No, that's that's super cute. Oh, I love animals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of something um, else because I know that like your main fandoms are going to be probably anime based, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely more on the anime side. I mean, I I'm working on all kinds of cosplays. Um, I think if I had started cosplaying like several years ago, I probably would have been more on the comic book side. But I just, I love, I love, I love doing my, like, I, I recently did a DC cosplay. Um, that one, actually, I will say my Blackfire, which I haven't fully released that set yet. Mm-hmm. Um, for, it was a Teen Titan shoot. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to buy it because it was going to be so last minute. Um, and it, I was working on a bunch of other cosplay commissions at the time. So I was like, uh, I'm going to make this pretty quick. It's just, I'm just coming in to help some friends out and have some fun. And my pieces arrived and none of them fit properly. And I was mm. like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I ended up making it all from scratch anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> that one worked out, but that one was more on the DC side. So I was starting to kind of do branching out, looking into that. Um, one of the big um, things that I'm starting to do is I'm you know, really focusing on really big competitions, really big master mm-hmm. builds. Um, mm-hmm. So this year I've got mine planned out, but my partner, who has been always been my cosplay handler, and I'm, I'm at a convention, and you're trying to find me because I can. I've been told I'm a shapeshifter, and most cosplayers are. <laughs> is if you see a man in a Pokemon Hawaiian shirt, um, that is probably my handler. Um, that's how he like distinguishes us, and he's usually got a backpack, but I'm probably close by if, if that's around. Um, it, he's made that his his brand, um, <laughs> but he's decided that he wants to kind of start competing with me. Oh, and so okay. changing it from JFNK to just JFNK cosplay. Um, and so we're going to start going into the video game side as well. Um, mm-hmm. our, our dream build is doing um, Big Daddy from Bioshock and Little Sister. And so he does all of my, my partner does all of my um, 3D modeling and my mm-hmm. and prepping prep work for 3D, for my 3D printing, while I do all the sewing and foam work and paint work and prop building. Mm-hmm. So but he's, his goal is to build a full like Big Daddy um, working drill cosplay. So we're planning that for either 2025 or 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this year, my cosplay, which I, I've been th- um, getting ready to release what my cosplays plans are for this year, is I'm about to start working on Jean from Genshin Impact. Um, I will be doing, um, I'm re- redoing some pieces on my Rory Mercury. I had some malfunctions happen with my axe on like right the day before San Japan. I almost, I almost just didn't go to San Japan. It was, I'm glad I did, but I almost just didn't even want to compete because of the malfunctions I had. So I'm fixing Rory mm-hmm. to recompete. Um, and I'll be at WeaveCon here in March um, to compete with Rory. Mm-hmm. And that, yep, I'm cheering <laughs> on. Um, and then at the end of the year, I'll looking at doing Albedo and Ans Al Gol from 
Overlord as a couples competition piece. Nice, so, nice. Got some. So I'm start. My my main fandom is in anime, but I'm starting to branch out to video games and even a little bit onto the the comic side. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, like, honestly, Bioshock's gonna be amazing because that is that's really intricate. Like, that's gonna take a lot of time. So yeah. that's exciting. He's very ambitious too with the level of detail. He's like, it's gonna have. He's like, I want to fully work and drill. Fully coded <laughs> LED lights to different signals, the the steam, the whole nine yards, the mm-hmm. little sister like is gonna have like a fully operational drinking syringe. It's it's gonna be a, a massive, massive build. So we're looking for a 2025, 20, 2026 for that build. Yeah, good. That way you guys like don't rush it or whatnot. So. <laughs> no, no. Um no. luckily we've got several 3D printers now. Most of my if I've gotten any cash prizes from my uh, competitions, they mm-hmm. have actually all gone to purchasing more 3D printers because of how much um, we we just we use them. And we're looking at doing some even some commission work on 3D printing. So 2024 is going to be I, I cannot wait for 20, the rest of 2024. This year is going to be huge. I'm going to have so much launching in 2024. Um, this is kind of I finally got my platform where and a, and a workspace where I can really start giving back and not even and building more of a brand and more of a label with JF and K. So 2024 is going to be a really great year. And I hope everyone kind of sits around to see what happens because there's going to be some really cool stuff coming. I definitely feel like they'll be waiting to see what you do next because <laughs> all of that sounds really fun. I'm really happy to hear that for you. Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. Um, was there anything else that you would like to say to us or like to explain? Because um, I think that about covers it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I was able to get everything unless you had any other specific questions. Um, you know, feel free to go through my Instagram, um, Patreon. I've got it. It's I have a free level and just a, like the lowest level they'd let me have. I'm going to be adding more free content on and start really building levels and more having more um personalized services on patreon um and also you know i'll be launching some other social media stuff in the future i i haven't mentioned it because i don't have my timelines yet for that one that one i'm still playing by ear but i'm planning on branching out my social media more in the coming year as well wow you are going to be super busy yeah oh i do have tiktok TikTok i do have tiktok as well so she has everything. Oh, what's your TikTok? Um, it's it's the same. It's uh, JFNK cosplay. Um, I do have a in my Instagram. There is a link tree in my bio that will take you to Patreon and to um, TikTok. Perfect. So Perfect. It's, the, it's the exact handle as Instagram on TikTok. Nice, nice. No, that's literally perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much again to hear and I'm so glad that Rizwan was able to get you on here (laughs) (laughs) no thank you guys thank you I I really do appreciate this opportunity and you know it's again uh, cosplayers we are cosplayers because we love the spotlight and so if anyone says they don't Mm -hmm. we do that's just part of it so (laughs) I can't say that I'm not I'm not excited to, to to do these kind of you know, interviews and opportunities and meeting people and chatting. 
I live for it. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, you can come back anytime. <laughs> All right. Well, thank okay. you so much. Um, I guess that about wraps up today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Much Hotness Cosplay, and we'll see you guys later.